0: On the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We all remember uh, last summer, of course, when we heard the tragic news that uh, Gord Downey had brain cancer and uh, their latest tour for the Man Machine Poem Tour uh, would be, in fact, the last one for the Tragically Hip. Uh, they decided to do one more farewell tour right across the country, uh, ending up in Kingston. And, of course, uh, as you all know, those tickets were pretty much gone as fast as they went on sale. A lot of people very, very upset about this. Uh, tickets which were starting, I guess, at $50 uh, were going through the roof, so to speak, when it comes to uh, resales. Now we are finding out uh, that two-thirds of the tickets for the tragically hip tour, went to computer bot scalpers. So, uh, as a result, and this was uh, something, a CBC report coming out of uh, CBC's Marketplace. Uh, That being said, there's always a politician on board that wants to try to fix this. But really, is there anything that can be done? To talk more about all of this, Dean Budnick is with us, co-author, Ticketmasters, The Rise of the Concert Industry and How the Public Got Scalped, and editor-in-chief of Relix Magazine. He is with us now. Hello, Dean. How are you today? Hey, Scott, fine, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, Can you outlaw ticket bots? Can you can Can we fix this?
1: Well, one can try. I think if one looks at the fact at how successful they have been in defying a, a, a company that has been aggressively attempting to stop them, one might question how ultimately what the result will be. I mean, they're. The individuals who are utilizing these bots and the people who are creating them are rather crafty. Mm. And so I do think it'll be something of a challenge. And then ultimately, too, there's the question of, you know, to what extent are governmental resources properly applied and how much time and energy and expense does one want to allocate to this particular problem, which invariably I think will be come into the mix when people are thinking about some form of regulation of of these computer bots.
0: Is this about trying to regulate uh, these bots and technology, or is this about allowing tickets to be brokered? Uh, governments, you know, local governments will allow these sorts of services to go on, middleman, ticket brokers, uh, things like StubHub, what have you. Is that the problem? Is it about the bots and the technology, or is it about, well, don't create a marketplace where people can do this?
1: Well, I do think ultimately the largest issue is that people know that they can resell tickets online and that they're capable of doing it anywhere almost around the world. You, if you're particularly in the United States, I could buy tickets to just about any of those shows if I had been able to up in, up in Canada and, and then turn around and flip them on a resale market, such as StubHub or others. And I think really until that's resolved or people decide that that's fine... In some manner, shape, or form, this problem ultimately is going to recur.
0: So, are we wasting our time trying to chase, a, a, you know, a, a technological way to stop this, or is it about regulation? Is it about deciding whether you want middlemen or ticket brokers to be to be licensed?
1: Yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, from my perspective, I, I do think it's it's a challenge. You know, it's it's a bit like trying to capture. Um, a ghost or, or something that's going to be exceptionally difficult to lay one's, one's fingers on. What I would push for is just a little bit more transparency in the process overall. Now, the, the word has come out that ticket bots you know, allegedly were responsible for, for securing two-thirds of the available seats, but what's not entirely clear to me is two-thirds of what? Two-thirds of the seats that were available during the general public on-sale, and if it's that, that's actually only a small percentage of the tickets that went on-sale for any of these shows. Because you have to remember, in addition to the general public on-sale, there also were a series of pre-sales. To all of these shows, there was a fan club presale. there was an American Express cardholder presale. Mm-hmm. there was a Facebook presale. there was a Live Nation pre-sale, there was a Live Nation mobile app pre-sale. So through all of those pre-sales, individuals will, were able to purchase tickets and sort of limit the, num- the amount of inventory that was ultimately available for the general pre-sale. So, so what, what I think might be a wise first step, is just to allow the public to have some idea of what, how many tickets are available at what stage of the process. And I think that public awareness would be a, a great first step toward discerning whatever we want this larger public policy decision to be.